0: Hello everyone, welcome back to Capes and Japes, uh, I hope that you are all staying warm, um, we had an incredibly, incredibly cold weekend here, um, terrible, but now it's, uh, normal, so I hope that everybody else is doing okay, (laughs) Um, It was also
1: pretty cold here, but not as cold as you.
0: Yeah, slightly less cold. But still, I hope that you also stayed warm. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, anyways, we are here today. Um, we are gathered here today, (laughs) um, to talk about, um, as we... Briefly suggested last week, um, and we're going to talk about another member of Infinity Inc., uh, Obsidian. Hell yeah. Yeah. We have not done an Obsidian episode yet, which is, um... A crime. Probably because... (laughs) It is, it is too bad. It is largely because Obsidian has not had a whole lot to do in comics, so... This might be a little bit short, but also, I love him, and he's gay. Want to know something funny? Uh, Yes.
1: Before I saw Obsidian, um, like human form,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: never would have guessed that he was a white guy. (laughs) (laughs) I think my brain kind of conflated him and cloak of cloak and dagger. (laughs)
0: oh that's fair it's a very similar look
1: so i was very surprised when he was not black jump scared <laughs> it's like it who's this white boy
0: <laughs> where'd this white boy come from
1: oh no you know who it was that i conflated him with in my brain mm-hmm also a marvel character doorman oh
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh,
1: famously of the Great Lakes Adventures.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Fr-
1: friend um, of Squirrel Girl.
0: Yeah, fr- friend friend to Squirrel Girls. That's fun.
1: I do love him though. Um, yes. And then I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, no, okay, that makes sense, I guess, if he's Alan Scott's son. Yeah. Got the gay gene from his dad
0: <laughs> from his dad. um he was gay before well, in <laughs> like real world timeline he was gay before Alan Scott was gay. obviously he, in he universe. was also he was also out
1: before his dad.
0: yes, that is true. um his dad did
1: like, hey, you did um you did help me be brave enough to be my true self. thank you, son. And he's oh, like, cool, it's cool.
0: <laughs> it's sweet. Thank you, son. Um, anyways, yes. So, uh, Obsidian is, uh, the son of Alan Scott, the, uh, Golden Age Green Lantern, um, who we've, uh, t- talked about, um, on the show before, but, uh, the... Whole kind of, like, Green Lantern, like, Lantern core emotional spectrum, like, you know. The whole Lantern, like, mythos that we now associate with the Green Lanterns was created after Alan Scott. So when Alan Scott existed, he was a guy who had a magic ring. (laughs) that gave him magic powers. And since then, they've kind of, like... To be fair,
1: the ring was made from a meteorite.
0: It, yes. So, d- you know, there's there's not no connection. Um, But since then, they've kind of tried to re-incorporate uh, Alan Scott into the, like, existing Green Lantern mythology to try and figure out how to make that work um wasn't it
1: like there was a green lantern that like died on earth and then (sighs) he like told like the ring was destroyed and alan scott was like subliminally instructed to construct a new one out of the meteorite or something like that
0: (laughs) yes basically yes Oh, I love comic books. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's great. It's fun and great. Um, so, uh, that's his dad. Um, and his mother is a woman named Rose Canton, um, who was a supervillain, uh, called the Thorn who was created in the 40s originally as a uh, Flash villain and then uh, ended up marrying Alan Scott. Um, the So, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Rose and Thorn, d- you get it. Her name's Rose and her supervillain identity is Thorne. Um, yeah, because every rose
1: has its thorns.
0: Yes, yeah, as we all know. Um, so this was in the forties, and the concept was that uh Rose was a uh you know a perfectly uh nice normal woman, but she had an evil personality that was thorn, and her Comics evil personality have like uh-huh two modes, uh-huh. <laughs>
1: People can't just choose to be evil nowadays. I don't...
0: <laughs> where,
1: where are all my villains who are just evil for fun?
0: Yeah, for fun and profit. Um. So, uh, this, this was in the 40s. This was, uh, you know, before we had as nuanced an understanding of, uh, You know, dissociative identity disorder and all that stuff, um, that we do now. And even now, you know, when that stuff's in comics, it's not always great. (laughs) No. Um... Refer refer
1: to our Legion episode.
0: Um, Oh, boy. David Holler. Oh, Legion. Ah, buddy. Um, yeah. So, it is, um... It's complicated, and then it gets more complicated with stuff, uh, later with Obsidian, but basically this was, uh, a woman who had a, uh, an evil alternate personality, um, that would go and commit plant-based crimes, uh, that she did not have, you know, control over that part of herself, um... Eventually, after, uh, you know, she, uh, fought the Flash, um, the Jay Garrick Flash, and he, like, figured out that, uh, this was a woman who, uh, needed some help. Um, he, uh, sent her to Paradise Island, where the Amazons, uh, were able to, uh, cure her. good uh. of- her her multiple personalities um and uh
1: can you imagine like being sent to the amazons for therapy (laughs) just like (laughs) i mean hi i need
0: therapy thanks (laughs) thanks uh i mean listen there there are worse people you could go to i'll say that
1: certainly you could go to fucking Arkham because you've got autism. Like...
0: <laughs> oh, boy. What do we
1: do with this kid? I
0: don't know. Oh, uh, Arkham? Send,
1: send him to super villain jail, I guess.
0: Yeah, we got nowhere else to put him. Oh,
1: sorry, Black Manta. You... uh
0: oh. oh, Black Manta. You probably... Oh, you could have been way more well-adjusted if it weren't for all of
1: that shit. What if he got sent to the Amazons for therapy?
0: Hey, yeah, somebody should have sent that kid to the Amazons. Been like, I know you don't usually have dudes here, but, like, they were gonna send him to Arkham. (laughs) And they'd be all like, oh, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. We'll, uh, we'll take care of this. Um, anyways, so she is seemingly cured of, uh, her mental illness, (laughs) um, and she, uh, falls in love with Alan Scott, uh, the two of them end up getting married, um, and while they're on their honeymoon, for some reason, uh, her thorn personality comes back, um, and- Just hates to see her happy. (laughs) Hates, hates it. She was, she was chilling, but she's like, no, 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 you will not get married. Um, just, so- just, she's just next to normals up in here. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's exactly what it is. Thank you. She just shows up like I'm alive for prize. <laughs> yeah, 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 Aaron Tveit in <laughs> d- 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 2010. <laughs> Oh, um, um, I
1: hope we have some musical theater nerds up in here. Otherwise, this is going to be for no one.
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's wild that our uh, specific interests of uh, comics and musical theater don't intersect more often on this podcast. Honestly. <laughs> um. Anyways, Rose comes back. Uh, Thorn comes back. Um, attacks Alan. Rose manages to, uh, like, wrestle back control, um, but she's like, well, clearly I can't marry this man now, um, fakes her death, (laughs) uh, and after she, uh, leaves, discovers that she is pregnant with twins, um... And she's like, "Well, I clearly shouldn't be raising these children um <laughs> just like I faked my death, like how am I
1: gonna you know get them social security numbers?
0: <laughs> I can't i'm dead i i I've perished um so she uh gives uh the children up for adoption, one of whom is uh, obsidian. Or, you know, not that he's just a baby. One of whom will grow up to be Obsidian, uh, and the other of whom, um, a girl will, uh, grow up to be the superhero Jade, um, who we have talked about before in the Kyle Rayner episode, because she dates Kyle Rayner for a while, um, but, uh, the two of them are, uh, given to uh, separate adoptive families, um, in Milwaukee, I think maybe they're both in, uh, Obsidian is in Milwaukee, I think they're both in Milwaukee, um, Jade, um, who is, uh, uh, given the name, uh, Jennifer Lynn Hayden, uh, by her adoptive family is adopted by, uh, by all accounts a relatively normal couple, um, Obsidian, uh, who is named, uh, Todd Rice, Todd, Todd James Rice, um, is, uh, less fortunate, uh, and ends up with a, in a pretty abusive situation with, like, an alcoholic adoptive father, um, and a, uh, mom and a younger brother, who ultimately aren't, like, super relevant, except for the fact that, you know, the fact that he was raised in an abusive home environment had some effects on him. Um, so when, uh, he's a teenager, he discovers that he has a twin sister who he was, uh, separated from at birth. Um... And he tracks her down, and the two of them discover that they both have superpowers. Um, Wow, weird. Weird. Weird how that happens. Um, also, like, completely unrelated superpowers, um, for unrelated reasons. Um,
1: we do love twins with unrelated superpowers, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. It is, it is fun. Um, so Jade has, uh, a little bit of her, uh, both of her parents' powers, just, like, innately. So she's able to do some Green Lantern stuff without a Green Lantern ring, um, and she also can, uh, Control Plants. Um Obsidian. Uh Todd has um shadow powers because of this time that Alan Scott uh fought a uh mad scientist named Ian Carkell. Um he doesn't have a supervillain name. He's he's just <laughs> he's simply Ian Carkell. And he uh he, this mad scientist built a, like, ray that could, like, turn people into shadows, and then he could, like, make the shadow people, like, do what he wanted, um, so he, at, uh, some point, he fought Alan Scott, and, uh, because of the weird shadow energies, they somehow, uh, J- just were, like, dormant in Alan Scott's body <laughs> until he had a kid, and then his kid had shadow powers. Um, so... I love
1: the the incredible mythos that DC is weaving here. Yeah. Superpowers are stored in your DNA?
0: Yeah. It's also funny, because it's not, like... From what I can tell, this is not a guy... Like, he's not Alan Scott's, like, arch nemesis. Like, he was he's mostly He's just a guy. Kind of a Doctor Fate villain. He's just a guy that Alan Scott fought one time. What if you had a son and your son had shadow powers and you were like, how the fuck... And you had to think back through, like, your whole superhero <laughs> history to the one time you fought the shadow guy and you were like, is that what this is? <laughs> Why did that just, happen? <laughs> just, you have to look up,
1: like... The guy just like, "Hey, um, have you noticed anything about like people who have been around your shadow ray? <laughs> their children getting shadow powers?" He's like, "Oh my god, my daughter turned into a shadow. Have not been able to get her back." <laughs> it's like, "Well, yeah, you're you're probably a pretty shitty dad." Um, I was also
0: a shitty dad, didn't even know I had kids. (laughs) Doing my best, though. I'm doing my best. I mean, in Alan Scott's defense, uh, the mother of his children put in a lot of effort to conceal the fact that he had children from him. Yes.
1: No, I'm not... (laughs) I'm not really blaming him.
0: Yeah. Um, he's doing his best. (laughs) Um, so... Obsidian has shadow powers, um, so he can, uh, walk through walls, disappear, and fly. He can walk through walls, disappear, and fly. Um, he is much more unique than the other guys. Um, he can, like, merge with his shadow and take on, like, an intangible shadow form. Um, he can, uh like, control other people's shadows, um, at, at some point, um, they give him, like, I don't know if this is there th- from the beginning or not, they give him, like, a telepathic ability, but just, like, specifically to, like, show people, like, the darkness in their own hearts, um, like, like, the other thing, this is all very akin to Cloak of Cloak and Dagger, <laughs> Yeah. So, I cannot blame anybody for getting them mixed up. Um
1: it's like when you look at the kids' homework next to you.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's like just make it a little bit different. Um he can also um he can use uh this to fly, I think. Um so he and uh he and Jade um after they meet each other and, uh, discover that they both have superpowers. They, uh, come to the conclusion that, uh, Alan Scott is their father, um, presumably based on Jade's powers specifically, because they're like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on with you, I don't know why this shadow thing happened, but this makes it seem like maybe Alan Scott was involved, um, And they, uh, join Infinity, Inc. They're two of the founding members of Infinity, Inc. Um, operating under this assumption initially and then, like, uh, not too long after, like, getting it confirmed for real. Um, and, you know, actually, like, (laughs) meeting Alan Scott and, like, having conversations with him and stuff. Um, Obsidian's costume um another
1: reason why i i did not realize that he was a white man
0: oh y- y- yes uh so as you uh that implies his whole face is covered he's got like one like a full face mask um and then a uh blue and black bodysuit um with these kind of uh like like a blue and silver belt and then a similar blue and silver kind of neck piece holding on a big white cloak. Sometimes it looks white, sometimes it looks kind of like silvery or like light blue, um, but he's got a big cloak. So he looks, uh, a little spooky, but that's, sort of the vibe. So it works. I think, I think it's a pretty cool look. I think, I think it's solid. Um, but yes, you cannot see any of his skin. So (laughs) unclear, um, until he takes his mask off what is going on under there. Um, so the two of them are, uh, on Infinity Inc together. Um, you know, they're relationship with, uh, each other is very important, them kind of, you know, figuring out where they fit in as superheroes, uh, you know, (laughs) dealing with this, uh, revelation that Alan Scott is their dad, um, and, uh, after, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths, um, Obsidian ends up joining the Justice League along with his, uh, Infinity Inc. teammate and friend, Nuclon. Um, and this is, uh, where they start to incorporate the idea of him being gay. Um, it's, it's sort of a, um, like a little bit similar to what happened with uh Richter and Shatterstar although like not as like long a timeline as it was for them where there like one writer who like brought it up but like maybe had like one plan for it and then another writer would like come on and like kind of like pick up the thread um so when it first comes up as i understand it um <laughs> Nuclon asks him if he's gay, um, because they're, like, having a conversation about relationships, um, and, uh, Todd is, like, I feel like the only, like, the only two people I'll ever really love are my sister and you. Um, and... That's... That's a lot, Todd. (laughs) That's a lot to say to somebody. Um, and Al's like, hey, um, are you gay? <laughs> I was like, romantically? I mean, cause like, th- th- we can, we can talk about it, but like, um, <laughs> hey.
1: I just really want to be clear here. Do you, in, in in what way do you, um,
0: love me? <laughs> <laughs> um... So, Al asks him about it, um, and Todd's like, well, why do we have to label everything? And Al's <laughs> like, oh, okay. To, to be fair, it's the 80s, right? <laughs> it, I think, yeah, either late 80s or, like, early 90s. Todd's like,
1: it's not, it's, I, I can't, I, mm, no. Mm. no. No, 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 I'm, mm, no. Todd's like, I'm not gonna say no, but I'm also not gonna say yes.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, this, uh, whole storyline, uh, not not storyline, this sort of thread gets, uh, interrupted by another thread, which is that, um, Todd, uh, that, uh, the Shadow Man, Ian Carkle um, starts manipulating, um, Todd to try and, like, use his powers to gain access to the Shadowlands, which is a, like, extra-dimensional plane of, like, pure darkness that's, like, where, like, it turns out that's what, like, Ian was, like, tapping into with his Shadow Ray, and that's where, like, Todd's powers come from, um, which, there's always gotta be a fucking dimension, there's always gotta be an energy dimension, you know? It's like how Cyclops' eye beams
1: You got your little punch dimension, you got the shadow dimension, you got, you know, quantum dimensions?
0: There's stuff. There's so much stuff. Um, so, as, um as a result of this, um, Todd goes evil for a little bit. He, uh, steals the shadows from a whole city and then uses them to just, like, cloak the whole world in darkness. Um, ultimately, they're able to, uh, you know, snap him out of it. Um, they, uh, defeat, uh, um, He, um, it's the start of something that kind of comes back, uh, several times to, um, varying, uh, effectiveness, which is the idea that, uh, Todd has, like, inherited some form of mental illness from his mother, Um, in this, in, like, I think later, like, appearances, he is, uh, textually schizophrenic. Um, I don't think that they do that this first time, because it's also, like, they, you know, uh, they talk him down from being evil, uh, and then he gets better. Um from whatever was going on with him psychologically. And then I believe, like, later on they make it more like, oh no, this is something he's like, you know, dealing with. Like he takes medication and all that stuff. Um again, b- because he uh has not been like a super prominent character, there has not like been as much opportunity to explore this, um, but he, uh, stops being evil, um, hooray, uh, and when, uh, he comes back, he makes an appearance in, uh, Manhunter, um, in, like, the early 2000s, Uh, the Kate Spencer Manhunter, uh, go back and, I guess, listen to the Manhunter episodes, um, (laughs) where, uh, she has a, uh, supporting character who's, I think, like, a district attorney, um, like, her kind of partner-in-law named Damon Matthews, um, who is a gay man, and they end up, uh, Introducing Obsidian as his love interest. Um, which is the like first time that is like actually textually confirmed gay. But uh Mark Andreco was the writer, and he said that he was uh, you know, sort of looking for a character that they could use in this, um, and he went back and read, like, Infinity Inc. and those, like, Justice League issues and was like, oh, they, like, brought up this idea and then never really went anywhere with it, so...
1: I mean, there is a part of Infinity Inc. where he does, like, date a girl, but also...
0: Yes, he, um... Who hasn't? Yeah, he, he dates, um harlequin um for sure who is uh also a villain not harley quinn a clown themed female villain
1: unrelated to
0: harley quinn um which is funny because yeah, I, think, I think
1: i think like during the uh millennium arc she also turned into be like turned out to be a manhunter and they're like do you mean like the way that she was all over you and he's like no, I mean, like, a manhunter. <laughs> the things that we are fighting currently. Yes,
0: yes, <laughs> Why would right. you even make this joke? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. So, I guess it's kind of, I guess, honestly, it's kind of a similar timeline to Richter and Shatterstar. I thought that this, like, th- the confirmed gay happened earlier, but it's probably, like, approximately the same thing. Um, the thing with Harlequin is funny, um, because I think this is what they were trying to do is, like, uh, Alan Scott ends up marrying the first Harlequin, um, after, uh, you know, his relationship with Rose ends badly, um, who was also a villain, but was, like, uh, an extremely, extremely, like, low-level, like, non-threatening villain who was mostly just doing petty crime to try and get, um, Alan Scott's attention. Um, so I think they were trying to do, like, kind of a, you know, callback sort of thing, maybe. Um, but also it's funny because Alan and Todd are both gay. (laughs) just, fellas if you ever date
1: a clown maybe maybe you should think more about your life
0: yep you heard it here first folks if you're dating a clown maybe do some self-reflection for a lot of reasons honestly
1: I mean, look—we have two data points currently. Yeah. We need more data points. If you have ever dated a clown and then later found out that you were gay,
0: you, you may be entitled to compensation. <laughs> um. So, uh, throughout the 2000s, um, he is, uh, he stays dating Damon for, uh several years. I don't think they still are, but I think it's kind of one of those things where it's like, they were dating, and no one's really making their relationship enough of a focus to be like, and they broke up now, and here's who he's dating now. It's just like, I, I, they're, they're still dating. Um, he, uh, shows up in some various, uh, you know, JSA things, um, Jade is killed during Infinite Crisis, and he's upset about that. Um, he, uh, is part of the JSA in their, like, kind of third iteration. Um, he, uh, he gets turned into an egg. (laughs) Um, but he's okay. I, this was, this was bad. He gets... He gets turned into an egg and then the egg gets used to power a darkness engine. And then, uh, Mr. Terrific. And then afterwards he's trans. And then afterwards he's trans. Um, and then Mr. Terrific is like, we gotta hatch this egg. Um, but he is, (laughs) he's fine. (laughs) He recovers. Um, yeah. Um. I love comics. Yeah. Yeah. It's comics. Um, during, um, Brightest Day and Blackest Night, Jade plays a pretty significant role. I mean, obviously, cause it's like a very Green Lantern heavy event. She, um, gets resurrected at the end of Blackest Night. Um, and then, uh, she is like, A, a big part of Brightest Day, um, Obsidian gets, uh, possessed by the Star Heart, which is the force that gives Alan and Jade their powers, um, and, uh, he and Jade, like, fuse together for a little bit, um, and then, uh... Jade is like able to, you know, break the fusion and like return things to normal, but they, um, she and her brother, like, she and Obsidian can't be near each other anymore or they might fuse again. Um, that's rude. <laughs> um, that's one of two people who I know. Um, but it doesn't matter. Because this is, uh, Brightest Day, which is, like, the last major event that happens in D.C. before Flashpoint, and everything gets rebooted. So, uh, there is, um, in New 52, um, New 52 is when, uh, Alan Scott is made, uh, canonically gay. There was this whole, um... This whole thing where, like, before New 52 happened, they were, like, uh, teasing. They were like, oh, we're gonna have, like, an existing character be gay in, like, the new universe. Uh, and everyone was like, oh, Tim Drake! And then they were like, Alan Scott! And people were like, okay. (laughs) I I guess. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like, good for him, but also they, you know, clearly went with Alan Scott because he's, like not a very big name character um there is also a um and then later they made tim buy. <laughs> and then they did make tim buy. you know it took it took a while but they did do it um it's okay. they, they had to let alan come out first yeah, <laughs> yeah like
1: yeah. alan's been waiting
0: so long he's listen he's had he's had a whole the whole life um They do actually, interestingly enough, there is, like, an Earth 2 version of, uh, Todd Rice, who is black, um, and is not Alan Scott's son, and is otherwise, like, basically a different character, but he's still, you know, his name is Todd Rice, and he's called Obsidian, and he has shadow powers, um, but, uh... Other than that version, um, original flavor, uh, Obsidian doesn't show up in New 52 except in, uh, Convergence because they do an Infinity Inc. Convergence two-shot. Um, Convergence was an event sort of later on in the New 52 where they, uh, did a bunch of, like, two-shots that were, like, set in, like, different, like, kind of bubble universes, but most of them were based on the pre-New 52 universe that people wanted to see, and then I think people were like, oh, maybe we should bring all this back because people hate what we're doing right now. Um, (laughs) in, uh, Rebirth, um, he shows up in Doomsday Clock, um, and he also, uh, shows up after, uh, Dark Knight's death Metal*, which is where we get the aforementioned scene of, uh, Alan coming out to his kids and being like, thank you, son, for giving me the courage to do this. Um, which is very sweet. Uh, I don't know that he has had much to do outside of that. Which has been a running theme with a lot of these, uh, these past few episodes that we've been doing. Except for, like, you know, like, sometimes they, like, when they're doing, like, a, uh, you know, a Pride Month thing, they'll, like, put him on, like, the cover of something. to Be like, we've got gay characters! It's like, I mean, it doesn't count if you don't, if you're not, like, writing him in any stories. But, um, I mean, I do, like... There's, I think, I think there's a lot of fun stuff that you can do there, um, you know, I think his powers are fun, I think his look is neat, um, I love that he has a twin sister, um, I love, I love twins, I love twin stuff, um, I love, you know, the possibility of what you can do with his relationship with his dad, um, I think, I think there's fun stuff there, I think, uh, I think we should... Bring back Obsidian. I mean, not br- he's he's there, but bring bring Obsidian into the spotlight. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's oh, I just opened our DMs. I love this. This is a good Todd. Oh,
1: this from this from Millennium.
0: <laughs> Poor guy. Um. Anyways, did you have uh anything? to add or anything else to talk about
1: um it looks like todd might be an infinite frontier i don't know like how prominent but he's showing up and (laughs) i was like how much because you know how uh fucking fandom wikis have um just as awful as they are have like the little section where it's like however many appearances of character yes So I went to, uh, Prime Earth, which is, you know, the past decade. Mm -hmm. It's like 25 appearances of Todd Rice. I'm like, oh, buddy. Oh, my poor guy. Um, but it looks like he's in Infinite Frontier. So hopefully we see more of him. Yeah, I hope so. I don't know how prominent he is in Infinite Frontier, but it looks like he's there for... A good number of them.
0: Alright, well, I should go investigate more of Infinite Frontier and report back. (laughs) Uh,
1: But otherwise, I have not read any comics. Um, I'm really trying to do a lot of cosplay stuff because I wrote an itemized list of all the things that I have to do. Mm Mm-hmm before WonderCon, in order to get both Hunter Owl House and Orum Critical Role done. Um, and it's many things. Uh, so I'm trying to do at least three things a day. And today, I, I did six yesterday. I'm very proud of myself. Um, and then I was hoping to get, like, four done today but i only did 3 because i messed up twice in the exact same way as i i like un like i sewed a thing went oh shoot i messed this up seam ripped the whole thing i thought i fixed it sewed it again looked and i had messed it up in the exact same way no And then my timer went off to set up for podcasts, so I'm like, well, I guess seam ripping is my hand's activity for this recording. So sorry if anybody heard, uh, one, the sound of threads being cut, two, Tobin snoring, because he (laughs) did start snoring somewhere in there. (laughs) Womp womp. It's okay. A cute little cat snores. I don't think anybody will be mad. (laughs) Oh, did you read anything this week?
0: Um, I did not. Um, there was, uh, since we last recorded, there was a, um, sort of a big, uh, film TV announcement, which was that, uh, James Gunn announced the next, like, 10 DC screen projects. Um, including, uh, Booster Gold TV show. Like, I won't get
1: excited until I after I see it.
0: Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. If it's I'm good, like,
1: then I'll get excited. <laughs> I'm
0: not getting excited about any of this. Um, a uh, the Superman movie, which is titled Superman Legacy, um, which is an interesting title to give your film. And I, do, um, <laughs> friend of the show Sam posted a um a thread on Twitter a while back before they announced this title that was like what if the like next superman movie was like uh throughout the whole movie you like assume that it's Clark and then it turns out that it's like actually John and like at the end of the movie he like goes and talks to like slightly older Clark um which i would love i don't think that's what this is going to be um i also don't know how they would pull that off <laughs> yeah but it's just you
1: don't get any like secret identity nonsense. It's just Superman doing Superman stuff and then everybody's sitting there like this isn't what I
0: wanted. Yeah. Hold on. Um I um I would I would love if John was in it. I would love if John was part of it. Um and somewhat relatedly, they announced that they're doing a um Batman movie That's not, not the sequel to the Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Separate Batman movie, separate Batman continuity. Um.
1: Why are there so many Batmans? Why
0: are there so many Batmans? Um, this one is, uh, based specifically on the Grant Morrison, uh, like 2000s Batman and Robin run. Um, and one James Gunn uh, like when he was like talking about this um, he was like we wanted to do a movie about Damian Wayne um, he's like Batman's you know biological son he's my favorite Robin he's the little son of a bitch and I'm like he is but I don't know if I like I don't trust-, trust you enough James. Yeah, yeah I'm like you haven't earned that you don't get to call him that <laughs> I get to call him that, because he's my little boy. I don't trust you enough to let you call him that,
1: okay? It's like how you can make fun of your siblings, but yeah. <laughs> nobody else can Yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. Um,
1: I'm-, I'm It's like, like, no, no, Damien Wayne is my
0: little brother. You can't call him a son of a bitch. You can't call him a son of a bitch. Fuck you. Um, and they said that they would be having, like, other Bat family members in this, um- my big thing about this... It would be
1: wild if they did a movie and it's, like, just Damien. Just No Damien other Bat family member. By himself. No, it's like... No, it's... I mean, like, Batman
0: and Damien, but, like, nobody else. Nobody else. So, the wild thing to me about this is, like, if you're not adapting the plot of the Grant Morrison Batman run which you you can't do as a standalone movie because so much of the Grant Morrison, Batman and Robin is about the thing that Grant Morrison loves to do. Um, where they take like completely batshit stuff that happened in like sixties comics that everybody ignores because it was so like nuts. And, uh, they're like, no, actually all of that is canon and it happened and I will be incorporating it into this current storyline. Um, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thought. Yeah. What if they're not adapting
1: the plot of the ba- of Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin, but in adapting the spirit of Grant Morrison's uh-huh. Batman and Robin, and they'd keep calling back to old Batman movies. That could be fun. That could be fun. You got like something that happened in Adam West Batman that suddenly is irrelevant. <laughs> Yeah, it's suddenly
0: textual. Um Well but like <laughs> the th- the thing the is Shark is pulling my leg.
1: <laughs> Joker. Um it happened at C. C <laughs> for Catwoman.
0: The um the other thing about this is if you're not adapting the story of it, um, like outside of the. You're just making the, like, a movie with Damien in it (laughs) yeah because it's like the other thing that makes the Grant Morrison Batman and Robin like unique is the fact that it's like Dick is Batman and Damien is Robin and you have like a Batman who's like more kind of you know optimistic and like friendly and outgoing um and a, a Robin who's like very kind of intense and like angry and violent And, you know, the sort of, like, reversal of that dynamic where it's, like, Batman is teaching Robin to, like, have compassion for other people. And, like, also, like, Batman is at this moment, is Dick Grayson, and he's, like, kind of, you know, uncertain about doing this and being Batman. And, like, this isn't necessarily, like, who he wants to be. And meanwhile, like, Damien is, like, 100% completely confident in himself he's like yep i'm the world's greatest assassin and i'm here to kill and batman's like no so it's like if you're not if if you're not gonna have dick grayson be batman which you can't do in a you can't just go into a movie be like a different guy's batman don't worry about the whole backstory for like a different guy being batman (laughs) then it's like what (laughs) are you adapting it's just a movie with damian in it could you imagine if they did do that though I mean I <laughs> they're like distracted. here's Batman,
1: here's Batman, Dick Grayson, and everybody's like, "Huh, who yeah <laughs> I mean who? obviously, like there are people who will know who he is, but the just your typical I don't read comics, but I do like Batman films, huh, yeah, who whoops Wys who's this now, um, what if uh-huh? they what if the title of this one is batman legacy yeah (laughs) so then you have superman legacy and batman legacy and people are like are these in the same universe are these and james gunn is like no 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 it's just a coincidence it's just and then like (laughs) later it's like superman legacy is about clark and john and batman legacy is about like bruce and dick and damien and then it's like super suns time and it's like no 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 they're in different universes and it's like please please please, please. and then they do it and they do it bad
0: uh, that's the
1: that's... Can,
0: can, can you tell that i'm jaded by superhero media yeah yeah that's i mean i'm like we're never gonna get a super suns movie because i don't like there's there's no audience for it and i'm honestly kind of like good let super sons live in the perfect place in my heart forever and not me have to deal with a movie about it that won't be good um imagining
1: a live action super sons movie unless unless you get the creative team from shark boy and lava girl <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay listen if you can make that happen i'll be on board um Anyways, that's my whole little thing about the, the, the Batman and Robin thing. I've just been, they announced that I think the day after we've recorded as like they always do. So I've just kind of been rotating it in my head all week. Um, also they announced today that, uh, the new, the new John Superman comic is going to involve him going to the Injustice universe. Um, so we spent some time in the Discord puzzling out what that means. Um, and I might have to read Injustice, so, uh, jury's out. We'll see. I didn't- the reason I haven't read Injustice is because I knew about the fact that Dick Grayson died from hitting his head on a rock, and that (laughs) made me so upset that I was like, if I read this, I'm just gonna feel bad (laughs) the whole time. But maybe, maybe I will try. Anyways. Um that's all. That's the end. Um if you want to keep up with us on internet, um, you can find us at capes and japes on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. Uh you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um We have a Discord server, as, uh, just mentioned, that you are more than welcome to join. Um, we also have a Patreon, if you, uh, are able to support us on there and you would like to, you can get bonus content, um, watch things with us, help us pick what we talk about. Um, I just got a text from Briar that, uh, their Discord is crashing, so... I'm on my own here. I don't know if they're going to edit in their part of the outro. Anyways, uh, we if you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to support the show, um, you can leave a rating and review um, or tell a friend about it if you think they would be interested. Um, or just keep coming back and joining us. As you have done oh, once again today on Caves and Japes, I have been Olivia. I don't know if Briar's going to edit themselves in there, but I'll, I'll leave a pause.
1: And I have been Briar, and as always, kiss me, se-
0: kiss me sexy Batman.
1: Discord crashed and I did too. Great, good night, folks.
0: Bye.